the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I am joined by my co-host today, Mark Ang, who exemplifies uh, that quote we always start the show with from Justice uh, Brandeis, famous Supreme Court justice of the early 1900s, and it's even more true now. if you want to keep the country, if you want to keep the republic. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but Mark is in Nevada for an, a, a conference of the California Trucking Association, and we'll, we'll dive into that and what's going on, how that contributes, the trucking issues contribute to our supply chain issues. Well, so before we jump into our first subject, which is what happened in Congress this week, uh, welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. Really appreciate it. Actually, we it's not so much you, it was your dog that's with you, because we're on the Zoom here as we're doing the radio show. It's really your dog that we wanted to have on the show. Yeah, Pugsley. Yes. He's, he's, he's my bait. Yes. <laughs> you know, 10,000 years ago, his ancestors were wolves, and now he's, uh, he's Pugsley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero survival yes. beyond <laughs> needing humans to feed him. So. Yeah. Yes. Well, the bait, I think one of the, I mean, the Republic dodged a bullet this week with uh, with the defeat of the uh, Democrats' attempt to change the filibuster rules so they could uh, put through their so-called uh, voting rights laws, which really would uh, outlaw things like uh, voter ID, uh, purging uh, uh, old voters, off, not, old, not old in age, but out-of-date voter registrations, allowing massive uh, private funding of elections like happened in the 2020 election, allowing a mandating ballot harvesting and, and so on. That's their quote, voting rights, unquote. But that was their efforts to change the uh, filibuster was defeated. And, and the Republic saved by two Democrat Democrats. senators, Senator Manchin from Arizona and Senator Sinema, uh, that's the right pronunciation, from Arizona. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's great we dodged a bullet, but you don't want the republic to uh, ride on two senators, two people who could, if they had, done, if they had gone differently, we'd have mm-hmm. that law. And uh, if upheld by the courts, we wouldn't have free and fair elections. But let's go right now to the Senate floor when uh, Senator Tom Cotton is speaking. The senator from Arkansas. Right now, we are on the precipice of a constitutional crisis. We're about to step into the abyss. I want to talk for a few minutes why we're on that precipice and why we're looking into that abyss. Let me first ask a fundamental question. What is the crisis that calls for the undoing of two centuries of tradition? Are senators merely doing their jobs as legislators? Responding to a generalized public calling for the abolition of the filibuster? Clearly not. 
It is not the American people at large who are demanding detonation of the nuclear option. The nuclear option is being pushed largely by the radioactive rhetoric of a small band of radicals who hold in their hands the political fortunes of the president. Constitutional scholars will tell us that the reason we have these rules in the Senate, unlimited debate, two-thirds to change the rules, the idea that 60 have to close off debate, is embodied in the spirit and rule of the Constitution. That is what the Constitution is all about, and we all know it. It is the Senate where the Founding Fathers established a repository of checks and balances. It's not like the House of Representatives where the majority leader or the speaker can snap his fingers and get what he wants on important issues the Founding Fathers wanted. And they were correct in my judgment that the slimmest majority should not always govern. The Senate is not a majoritarian body. The bottom line is very simple. The ideologues in the Senate want to turn the Founding Fathers, what the Founding Fathers called the cooling saucer of democracy, into a rubber stamp of dictatorship. They want to make this country into a banana republic, where if you don't get your way, you change the rules. Are we going to let them? It will be a doomsday for democracy if we do. Every word Senator Cotton just spoke was a quote from Senator Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, trying to change the filibuster rule. That's amazing. Yes. I mean, on one level, it is... uh, it's, it's kind of funny just how hypocritical and two-faced politicians are. They'll say one thing one day and something totally opposite the other day, uh, just depending on whatever they perceive to be in their political interests. expedient, yeah, at the time. But you know what, what I find fascinating, Greg, is the fact that um, it's because Biden's approval rating is so low that two of the, I guess, moderate, uh, I find that very hard to use even with Manchin and Cinema, uh, were pushed to saving their political futures. I mean, that is why they did what they did. They didn't, you know, it's, it's not really out of the honor, I think, of the filibuster. I think it was politically smart for them to do that. And I am glad because that is we the people are getting fed up with all the things that are going on. So um, they see it in the poll numbers. They see in the numerous polls, not just Rasmussen, but we're talking about uh, even NBC polls, ABC, all the alphabet network polls that are skewed more left. Uh, Biden's approval is down in the high 30s right now, which is pretty much where George Bush was at uh, in his last few years of presidency. So really, um, there's no honor there, but I take it and I appreciate cinema. I pr- appreciate mansion. I'll give them a little more credit than that. Uh, be- you're right. Biden's overall approval rating is way down. I read that in West Virginia, where Senator Manchin is from, uh, his approval rating is 18 percent. Yes. Okay. I saw but that. they have to worry not not just about the overall approval rating, but also with Democrats, because they could potentially be subject to primary from a further left Democrat opponent. Now, he may have Manchin may be safer. 
because it's a heavily Republican state. Uh, he, the Democrat, your average Democrat voter is probably different than your average California Democrat voter. But cinema, I think, is is it more is more at risk for right. being for being primary. So I I give them some credit. And I think it's fair to give when credit is due, even to someone on the other side, uh, we should give it. I think they did the right thing, and the easy thing would have been just to go along with it and not take any and just let this go through, let the courts decide whether this law that they wanted to pass was constitutional or not, and protect their left flanks. So, right. and my, then, my compliments and then to both of them. With the VRA. You know, that was the subject of matter here to the, where they wanted to bend the rules and get what they wanted through and make it a racial issue. Because I think Democrats knew that they, they, they didn't have 60 votes. So they wanted to virtue signal on a topic that honestly, a lot of us in America, the average person and including a lot of minorities, because I have a lot of Latino, black, Asian friends that they're pandering to with this VRA, right? They're trying to say, oh my God, it's so racist. Republicans want to prevent people from voting. But the reality is the average person is not even think talking about that. They're talking about high gas prices at the pump, inflation where everything is going up. You know, uh, gosh, uh, Dollar Tree is now Dollar Twenty Five Tree. I mean, stuff like that. That is what the average person is talking about. I am so sick of political junkies thinking that everyone is on the same page as them. I just interviewed uh, Scott Rasmussen actually uh, last month, and one of the things I asked him was, Scott, what, how, what percentage of the electorate is actually paying attention to the news and what's going on in the political world? He said probably eight to ten percent. Which is sad. We're such a small minority of people that care about the issues and follow things day to day. Nine out of 10 people are living their merry lives, but they feel what's going on at the gas pump. They're feeling the high cost of groceries. So I think the Democrats, by doing this, have boomeranged. Um, You know, their intention is to pander to a political minority on their side that can get fired up about this issue. But I think most of the people don't care and it's going to backfire on them. But there's, there's a large majority of people, even among um, what we call quote minorities, unquote, which I just don't even like that kind of terminology. We're all Americans, but regardless of your race, large majorities favor voter ID. It's entirely a reasonable proposition. Okay. Is that somehow it's not racist to require of a photo ID to get into a court, to get into to get on an airplane, to apply for a loan, and a whole myriad of uh, of other things. But the one and only thing there was where it is uh, racist to require a photo ID is to vote. Right. Of course, and that's nonsense. But and here, there's a larger point here. The Democrats are willing to take political casualties to achieve their ends. So when Obama was in, they spent a lot of effort, a lot of time. They pushed, they managed to push through and twist arms, cajole, figuratively bribe with campaign contributions, and we'll take care of you after you're out of office and so on, uh, to push through Obamacare, a big step towards something they had wanted for decades government-controlled and uh, takeover of the entire healthcare sector. And they lost, they, they lost big in the 2010 
election, but they got that. And I think they were here. They want they wanted probably two key things from this first term was mass amnesty for another 10, 20, 30 million new Democrat voters and this voting law that would basically allow permanent fraudulent elections everywhere in the country with no ability to audit, no ability to do any kind of election integrity. And at least thus far, they have lost on both of those. And that if they, as present trends continue, it looks like they're going to take a lot of political casualties in the election this November. Now, we'll see what actually happens between now and then. And we are dealing with the Republicans, who someone said, who once said that uh, Republicans seldom muff a chance to muff a chance. But we shall, but we, well, but, but unlike the Republicans are very different. They, are, you know, they want to win. They want to be the committee chairman. They don't have that desire that we're willing to take political casualties to achieve our ends of preserving the republic and preserving a free country, preserving the free enterprise system, and so on. I agree with you, Greg. The Republicans are really chicken at the end of the day. Uh, we had uh, all levers of government in 2016, but what, what did we do? We spent more time trying to uh, trash the president and try to appeal to Democrats when we should have just gotten down to business and really pushed some of our key legislation through. The Democrats know when they have that unique opportunity that they're going to go all in. But I still say it was a Hail Mary pass, and I still believe that this move, which is very reckless, is going to end up backfiring on them. Because of the context, because of the the overall situation where uh, the incompetence of the Democratic administration is actually causing so many other issues that it's kind of like a boat with a bunch of holes and it's sinking. The water is just coming in from all directions. And, uh, you know, it's like the Titanic. It's sinking. The, the Democrats have just gotten so ridiculous that I know so many uh, rank and file Democrats that are voting Republican this time around, not because they're conservative by any means, but because uh, their own party has failed them on their priorities, which is a lot of times a lot of Democrats are Democrats because they're concerned more about domestic issues and they believe that that party is more focused on that. But even on the domestic issues right now, they're failing like the supply chain stuff we we're talking about. We'll get to that in a little bit later, but let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important 
political office, that of the private citizen. My guest host this week is Mark Eng, who I see on the Internet and his emails, and it looks like you're basically a professional political activist. Or at least full time, at least full time political activist. Yeah, I have no life outside of work. And then that's not my work, but uh, that's my hobby. So, yeah, uh, God, there's so much right right now. There's uh, so many issues to talk about that we have to get active in the community, like our school choice initiative, uh, the Educational Freedom Act. We have to go out and really change what has been broken for so long and so many democrats are actually coming on board and that is the strength of our initiative we're in uh, the californians for school choice the educational freedom act is the only initiative now and we had broad support from democrats independents and republicans that's why it's gaining traction yes and we appreciate uh, rick grinnell had uh Came came in kind of late in the summertime and came started his own initiative, and that was a competing initiative. Will just undermine both of them, and he's decided not to pursue that. And we appreciate that, and we appreciate him doing the right thing. And we welcome him and our support and his supporters of, of his initiative to uh, team educational freedom. So let's let's continue with that discussion about the Educational Freedom Act and why it is so important. We see you all the time most. Constantly, there's news about what's going on in the government-run schools. They had a ethnic, they had a ethnic studies curriculum that the people behind it literally had the children chanting to the Aztec god of human sacrifice. Now, I just this week someone challenged that in court, and just as you couldn't chant, you know, have the children say a prayer to the Lord in a government classroom, they said, well, I guess you, that was that little bit of it was, was over the line, but it shows the mentality uh, of the people that are in charge of the government-run schools. There's another one recently in California is that the school district was saying, well, if anyone says anything like all lives matter, cast a hex on them. And it's just, it's just non-reformable is that you, we have to get our children out of the government-run schools. There are great resources for homeschooling, but that's not—that's just not going to work for many families. So the only way to do it is with school choice. And uh, under the Educational Freedom Act, every child will be entitled to a Educational Freedom Act, uh, educational savings account, starting at fourteen thousand dollars per year. Parents can choose any accredited school, public or private, religious or non-religious, whatever they think is best for their children. And if you don't use all the money, you may save it for college or other future educational expenses. Free to choose. Parents can make right. better decisions for their children. Freedom is good in and of itself. That's just, that's, freedom is good. And competition produces better quality goods and services, especially compared to a government monopoly. I love that, Greg, because, you know, that is uh, the, the argument. They always say that charter schools are bad and this and that. That is, you know, because they want to distract. They don't want competition to show that the public schools are not doing as well. But whenever you put a charter school it, it, in, a, in a district, it actually uplifts all boats because of the competition. And this has been proven time and again. But let me also say this. I have never let's talk practical reality beyond all of this stuff that's you know deeper in the weeds. Have you ever met a parent that is jumping up in joy that their public school education is excellent? I think that is a unicorn, <laughs> at least for the last 20 years. I have not seen people 
uh, passionate about it. In fact, it's all complaints, including with Democrats. And let me cite certain things around the country. Okay, and there's a revolution that's going on now because this year there has been so many states that have. And I wrote an article about this on Red State. You can look it up. I document how many states have actually adopted more choice friendly, more pro school choice initiatives in their legislature, got it passed. And and we're doing this as a citizen's ballot proposition. But, um, you know, it's happening all across the country. Um, Even as early as 2018, I don't know if you remember, uh, we have our beloved governor, uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida, that was elected by a bare minimum of a margin. But but it was credited that little margin was a bunch of Democrat black school choice moms that cross over to vote Republican because the issue was so dire in Florida. And let me tell you, all over the country, that is what's going on. In Virginia, we just won uh, the off-year elections. The governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general there all were elected as Republicans because of the outrage in Loudoun County and in Virginia of, you know, what's going on with the mask mandates, vaccine mandates. And so many parents are tired of that choice being stripped away from them. And I am confident that in California, which may be a very partisan blue state, but at the end of the day, we vote conservative on our ballot propositions, as was evidenced in 2020. Yes. And we're going to do this because this is a nonpartisan initiative here. And I know so many Democrat parents that are fed up with the system. Well, then we need their assistance because, as you know, we're, we're behind in where we should be and where we need to be to gather the required signatures for the Educational Freedom Act. At least thus far, we do not have the millionaire and billionaire backers that can pay for signature gathering, which is usually how initiatives are qualified in California. So we need the citizens in that most important political office we talk about to uh, help gather those signatures. And you can do so if you go to our website, which is CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org, CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org, and volunteer and put in your information. Uh, Your county chair will contact you, and you can get you petitions. You can circulate among your family, friends, neighbors, coworkers, neighbors, and so on. And or you can get out and join us in doing some signature gathering at local malls and shopping centers. that's what that's what is going that's what it's going to take if we want this to qualify for the ballot and i think once it's on the ballot the teacher unions will spend 500 million or a billion dollars but that basic truth oh as a parent i get an educational savings account and i can choose any accredited school that i think is best for my children i think that's a winning issue uh, who who doesn't want control of their money Right. Or free money. That's really what it is. And it's not really free because you've paid for it with your taxes. It's basically a rebate. But at least you have a control over it and you can build the future when, um, you know, and basically uh, overall in the system, you can hold your public schools accountable because you have choices, whether it's private school, charter school or even homeschool. And our initiative pays tribute to a lot of parents that are able to have one parent or both parents at home to educate their children, which is really the ultimate at the end of the day is, you know, parents want to impart their values, their knowledge onto their children and not have 
the government public schools undermine that, which is what's going on left and right. And I don't care if you're on the right of the political spectrum or left of the political uh, system, but government run schools have failed the last few decades. That is a fact. Yes. And you, you just look at the uh, the, the day, what, what, what people know, what children know, and half of them can't even read at an eighth grade level and that they've graduated from high school or college. And let's come back to the money. Some people ask about that when I'm out signature gathering. This is the children's share of the money the state government is already spending on the government-run schools, but now the money will follow the child to whatever school the parents think is best for their children. So it's the same money educating the same children. It's just the parents now have that choice and there'll be more competition. As you said, it'll improve the quality of all education. It's just win, 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 except of course for the teacher unions and probably the educational bureaucracy. That's all. CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org, everyone. Please, CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. Become a volunteer. And Greg, I want to inject some optimism, though. I believe we're on track as far as our signatures. We're a third of the way there, and we still got three months. But we need everyone to get on board right now and actually... Now that we have unity on, uh, you know, at least uh, just one initiative, let's all focus on that and let's get out there. And like you said, go to your neighbors, go to your family, friends, hold events, come out. We have a lot of fun when we do our our rallies, right, Greg? Absolutely. So, you know, meet new friends and meet new people that share the same, you know, desire to care for uh, bettering education. And uh, you'll make lifelong friends while you're at it. Absolutely. Can't say it better myself. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite IE Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, my name is Greg Britton, and my co-host this week is Mark Ang, who does practically everything everywhere regarding politics. He uh, lives, eats, breathes, sleeps, the, uh, our, say, our motto of the most important political office. 
Now, you're, you are in Las Vegas for a, a convention or conference of the California Trucking Association. What's going on up there, and, and what, is, uh, what would be of interest to the public about what's happening in the uh, trucking business? Yeah, I, the CTA has been around for a long time and really is an organization to kind of uh, unite uh, people in the industry that are part of the supply chain, logistics, and trans, uh, truckers, basically. And as you know, uh, it's been a real issue with the supply chain. And, you know, the biggest visual is all those ships sitting at Long Beach LA port, uh, just sitting there. And a lot of people like myself had uh, um, Christmas presents that were never processed because I ordered on Amazon and lo and behold, two days later, we're issuing you a refund because we can't fulfill your order. So that is the net effect on the consumer. But behind the scenes, this has been brewing for a long time and CTA holding it in Nevada really says something because obviously California has so many regulations around masks, around all of this uh, Gestapo type of control over just people gathering. So this year it's in Vegas and uh, everyone's pretty excited to have a good time on top of that. Vegas is a fun place, but really there's some serious issues, right, Greg? I mean, it's, it's not, uh, it's the, the CTA is at the middle of, um, limbo right now because of AB5 legislation. So AB5 charged that everyone, especially the trucking industry even, has to be subject to W2 their drivers. And traditionally, it has been a 1099 industry. So the Trucking Association has been in the forefront of a lot of lawsuits, uh, basically, uh, you know, and, and right now judges have granted temporary exemptions but not a full exemption. And as you know, uh, last year, uh, uh, with a ballot proposition, Uber and Lyft brought it to the voters and won overwhelmingly. It was like a 68 to 32 margin to grant that exemption. But yet the people that are anti-freedom are trying to basically undo what the people, more than two thirds of the population voted to give Uber and Lyft that exemption. So this is what is going on. There is a serious attack on industries left and right. And there's also regulations such as emission standards that went into effect that has hurt the trucking industry because old trucks now cannot operate and the DMV won't re-register them. And so that's creating a shortage in trucks. AB5 has created a shortage in drivers. And this all came to a head. In, you know, during the pandemic, the pandemic kind of shielded a little bit of that. Uh, you know, we saw some issues with toilet paper, all of that. But right now we're seeing everything come to a head because people aren't getting the supplies that they need. So that's kind of a, a quick, uh, maybe drawn out summary, but um, at least that gives hits kind of the, the main points of why this gathering is important here and also what is going on in the big picture, especially as it pertains to Californians and the supply chain issue. Well, I, know I have, I have uh, as an attorney, I have some uh, trucking clients, small trucking company clients, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they don't have these big margins. So they, it, when, they, when the government um, bans and outlaws their older trucks, they don't have large sums of money to go buy brand new trucks. And same thing with the, with, with the drivers is that's how you're right. That's exactly how it, the system works. Is they're they are they are they're 1099 interstate truckers. They're all, they they operate they op per mile, and they may mm-hmm. even drive for different companies. They'll, my clients will tell me they, they'll call a driver and say, "I got a load to go from here to here. Can you do it?" 
And I'll say, yes, I can. No, I can't. And mm-hmm. off you go. So once again, you have these people as politicians up in Sacramento, or it can be in Washington as well, who have not a clue to how the real world works, has never run a business, and they mm-hmm. pass these laws and dropped regulations without with <laughs> not understanding how 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 that plays out in the real world, or maybe they do understand. Maybe they do. You know, Tucker Carlson says, and I'm inclined to agree with him, is that. They're trying to wreck the country. And if you look at what the Democrat Party is doing through that lens, and only if you look through that lens, then it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, it's sad because uh, the overall thing beyond party, Greg, is really freedom. Right. Stop sticking your nose into business that you have no no knowledge in or no expertise and no understanding of. So you have Lorena Gonzalez, state senator, author this AB5 legislation, not understanding the impact on 300-something industries. And here we are seeing the effect of it on one uh, one specific industry that provides our food and gets our stuff to the, you know, grocery, where it's easy for us to pick from farm to store and, you know, in the old days, it was a very burden, burdensome thing to get something from the farm to the market, you know, and if and people don't understand that they grow up in cities and they have no clue where their blessings come from. And people in, you know, that are inexperienced and that don't understand that or don't have the humility are in positions of power in California, creating and messing up people's lives. And that's really the bottom line because they're anti-freedom and they believe that by adding a rule or regulation here, they feel good, but they don't understand the crippling impact of this. And it's disgusting and it's sad. And sadly, it is partisan because it's really coming from a lot of the Democrats that are in power that have unchecked power right now because there is no balance in the state because it's so partisan. And they're also, don't get me started on the fraud, but that's, you know, that's really a very sad state we're in. So California might have to be that very bad example for the rest of the country. And I think that's where we're headed in the next few years if things don't change as far as our leadership. I'm going to and take that segue to something you said back in the first time. You were talking about a friend of yours who is not necessarily even conservative, but he's seen what the Democrats and Biden, the Biden administration, of course, Biden's not deciding anything. People behind him are, are, making, the, are, making, the, are making the decisions. Is a puppet? Yes. And as, as evidence, I mean, clearly when the, the caller before Christmas says, let's go Brandon, and Brandon repeats, yeah, let's go Brandon, I agree. The man is a, the man is a clueless puppet. Okay, but what would it take? So what does what does it take to get people in California where you have, that are voting Democrat to vote differently? And you look at all the problems that some of you mentioned. We haven't touched really much on crime, the homelessness, and for a lot of for a lot of California Democrats, at least thus far, they'd rather step around the human poop on the sidewalk than vote for a Republican. Mm-hmm. And what would it take? And what would it take? What does it take? What would it take to get enough of those? And because usually in a statewide race, the Democrat is winning by 20% or more over the Republican. That was just shown by the recall election last uh, September. Mm-hmm. 
And you see it in San Francisco, right? I'm glad you mentioned that because San Francisco residents are actually opening up their trunks and showing, please, you know, uh, don't touch my vehicle. I have nothing in it. I saw I that. I mean, this is literally uh, residents, California residents that are now oppressed by the criminals. And LA is becoming that way. There was a 70 year old black woman that was a nurse that was just brutally murdered. Uh, her head was bashed on the concrete sidewalk at a bus stop. And, you know, homeless people are running around. I hate to say it, but this is what's going to wake people up because we've seen 20 years probably of just hardcore partisanship where there is not just a Trump derangement syndrome, but there was a Republican derangement syndrome going on for way too long. People that are so shallow and attached to uh, party labels, they could not see the destruction that their own team, because they were rooting for their team, was doing to their own lives. And they just like place it on a boogeyman or a scapegoat, which is the Republicans. But um, it's been long enough, you know, uh, uh, functionally, Democrats have had control of the government for 20 years. But it was obscured by the fact that we had a Republican or rhino, uh, Governor Schwarzenegger, that uh, allowed people to throw, make him a scapegoat for everything. And I'm not saying he's a bad guy. It's just a circumstance. You know, they threw everything and said, oh, it's the bad Republicans. And now then they have the last four years, they did it with Trump. But right now, the Democrats control everything from the three branches of government on the federal level to every state position, a supermajority in the state assembly, the state uh, uh, Senate, and also the governor. So there is no one to blame and all these cities. But even then, you can see a contrast between Republican cities. You know, there are cities that are still controlled by Republicans on a local level, on a grassroots level, compared to the Democrat ones. And you can see a stark contrast a real difference between the quality of life the crime education system all of that in suburban orange county or rural inland empire compared to la and you can see in la there's just so much going on that's uh um that even the democrats are attempting to recall their own councilmen and it's really nonpartisan at this point so you know um our job as Republicans and conservatives is to show, not tell. I think we do so much of telling and saying, how could you not understand this? But um, sadly, these people have been brainwashed for decades from the education system, everything. And they need to be, their hands need to be held. And we have to undo that. So it's almost like a double work because you have to undo the wrongful learning and then teach them the right way, which is like, extra, extra effort, but it needs to be done. And our school choice initiative is one way of doing that because we are engaging the nonpartisan, but law and order is another way to do it. Our, you know, our bad DAs like Gascon are out there doing things that are actually putting criminals on the streets and causing fatalities and crimes left and right. So just simply making that connection to the reality around people can go a long way. And sadly, it's the only way because the brainwashing is strong. The Dem Democrats and the left control the media. They control the education system. And we really have to get this counterculture to be strong enough to become a player in the overall daily discussion. 
Let's take a very well said. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor for this uh, this half of Unite IE Radio All Star Collision, a place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and uh, my guest host this week is Mark Eng, who is coming uh, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. He's Now, he's not playing up there, mind you. He's attending a very serious uh, California Trucking Association conference and is absolutely positively 100% not having any fun in Las Vegas. Isn't that true, Mark? No fun. It's uh, all serious. No one's even uh, smiling because it's so serious. Absolutely. Uh, we, we, were, we were talking about uh, California and how you might try to get, with all the problems going on, why is it so difficult to get people that have been voting Democrat to smell, well, you know, maybe this next time I'll try voting for a Republican and see if that maybe makes a difference. You know, when you're at the point where you leave your the hatchback of your van or your SUV open, because you're afraid that otherwise someone's going to break into the car uh, and, you, and you, just want, you just don't want the damage to your car, you would think at that point that there's a, there's, there's a certain level of dissatisfaction with what's going on that that person might vote differently. And at some point they might. But okay. at least as of September of, of 2021 in the recall election, uh, we had we had not reached that point when Gavin Newsom uh, survived the recall by more than twenty percent, twenty four points, 20, 24, 20, points. 24 points. And I I, I think we're not going to delve in deep into uh, election integrity issues, but there is I do not believe, and though some people claim it, there's twenty four points of election fraud in California. How much there is, I'm not sure, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's twenty four points or near that. And you may have a I agree with that, that, Greg. Um, and and really, uh, what you're being doing is you're being intellectually honest, right? You're saying there is a problem because I think everyone knows there is a problem in the culture. We don't have, the, you know, conservatives lost the culture after the '80s, the '90s. Uh, so that's like uh, a good three decades that the left has controlled entertainment, has controlled the education system. So the brainwashing is really deep. But I've seen people wake up, and I think that that's uh, one thing that will eventually snowball. You know, right now the snowball is building, so I like to be optimistic that we can share the truth. Because these days, uh, they don't want the truth to come out. That's why there's such a harsh attack on free speech. There's such censorship on Facebook. There's so much attempts and effort to squash people with a different point of view and calling it extreme instead of sitting back and allowing free speech and looking and analyzing the merits of arguments. That is a lost art now. People are now conformists. Um, but I think like any movement in life and in history, 
there is a point where the counterculture becomes the main culture. And that takes sometimes very catastrophic situations to happen, like war or uh, famine and loss of you know what um, people are used to. And I think people are seeing that right Lots now. Lots of toilet paper. Yeah, TP. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they're just they're just they're just vital things that uh, that 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 we that we need. But I'm going to come back to the, what you just said in education. Is that uh, there was a Cal State professor Tony Lima who had said that uh, today we're Cal State University is graduating students who cannot do algebra, supposedly a requirement for admission to the university. They also cannot compose a paragraph, much less an entire research paper. And right. then I then I read then sometime after that I saw a, a quote from George Orwell: "If people cannot write well, they cannot think well, and if they cannot yeah. think well, others will do their thinking for you." So yeah, you, you're trying to make an argument that says, "Okay, that it. economic freedom and less government makes things better." I mean, what back in the '60s and '70s and '80s? There was enough. I mean, the housing prices were, it were, were went up, and particularly in in popular areas. But there was enough housing. It's with, with more government, the housing is worse. With more government, we don't have enough. We used to have enough water. Now, because of right. government, we don't have enough water, and so on and so on and so on. But to make, but to get people to listen and understand a rational, fact based argument, it's harder wow. if you can't write a paragraph. And the interest is just not there, Greg, because of affluenza. Life has been too good for the longest time. And that is one of the things that I always try to talk about when I write my pieces is, have you ever been, have you ever traveled out of the country to see the abject poverty that certain people live in in the third world? This is why a lot of uh, conservatives and Christians go on mission trips right? And the Mormons do that. And they train their kids to see what life is like in another place where you don't have these blessings abundant. So that is one of the root problems why they don't even want to think. And, you know, uh, obviously, we have political uh, creatures that have controlled the education system to change it into an indoctrination system, rather than truly teaching kids how to think critically how to analyze things. And that's really where algebra comes from, right? It's abstract thinking where you substitute numbers for letters and you have to kind of grapple with that. And, you know, that, 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 that is also further exacerbated by the participation trophy generation that has been for the last uh, 25, 30 years. Everyone gets a medal for just showing up. You know, and everybody's good. Not, You're wonderful. Gold star and a hug. Yeah. yeah, I don't always have to tell people they're wonderful. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, Greg, you're an exceptional co-host uh, today. I, you know, well, you, Mark, you Mark I think we'll, Mark, we will have you back on the show. <laughs> you're you're amazing. Uh, but I don't just throw that out to everyone because I've been on shows that it's like, oh, what? What the heck is going on here? No, you have the skill set. And people are want to give these jobs to people that don't have the skill sets. And then it's caused businesses a lot of problems. I mean, here's a great example uh, flying these days, you know, and I think what 25, 30 years ago, you had flight attendants that gave care to 
the people traveling on a plane and, you know, are you feeling good? How are you? Blah, blah, blah. Now it's just like, sit down, put your mask on, buckle your seatbelt. You know, it's so negative now because yes, anyone, there is no standard for excellence anymore. And that's the bigger problem. It is. And that's, and that's a much larger discussion. But I want to come back to something you said again in the first half. You talked about initiatives that we want, that our side won in 2020. And they, the Democrats went out and they, they had a Prop 15 that was going to have this massive $10 billion plus increase in business property taxes, which of course will be passed on and or businesses will, and jobs will leave the state. But also Prop 16. Which was a which was a to repeal Proposition two hundred nine passed by the voters in the, in uh, the nineteen nineties, which said the state shall not discriminate against or grant preferential treatment to any individual or group on the basis of race, sex, color, ethnicity, or national origin. And the the attempt to repeal that language lost by a greater margin than Proposition 209 was adopted originally. So when you strip away the D and the R, California is is a lot less liberal and leftist than you would think just by looking at the election results when there are Ds and Rs next to the names. Mm-hmm. And I worked on that effort, Greg, on Prop 16 uh, very heavily and, uh, you know, was uh, involved in being an outreach uh, coordinator for that effort. And I felt that when I was out in the community talking to different groups and different types of demographics, that there are arguments that we have. And obviously, it's a PR game, too. We have to even just get people to have that discussion. But I was able to talk to some uh, black female liberals that were very much um connected to academia that saw, hey, maybe there is something to think about when it comes to what does a mixed race person identify as and which bucket do they fall to into? There are thought-provoking things that we need to tailor to our audience and have the empathy to understand, okay, where are you coming from? Why do you believe the way you do? And then let's kind of dismantle that argument. Because I think we all know that picking winners and losers, which is what racial preferences is at the end of the day, does no one any good. And that takes away that merit component. And I think deep down inside our American spirit, most of us, regardless of color, race, creed, whatever it is, is really um, believes in that if you work hard or if you do something that you deserve, that rewards of the fruit of your labor. And going back to that discussion was very helpful in getting us to, uh, you know, defeat that Proposition 16 by 57 to 43 margin. That's a 14 point win in the same electorate that voted for the Democrat Biden by 29 points. So, yes, there is a lot of opportunity for crossover. And you also mentioned Prop 15, which Prop 15 itself is uh, really was a, a smaller margin, but still went down in defeat because people understood you can't just keep taxing everyone to death. And I think we're at this point now where I see the electorate that even though they vote for Democrats um, on a local level in the primary election in 2020, all our bonds in Orange County were shot down. And previously, bonds would pass because people were like, oh, yeah, it's for the kids, it's for education. But in the end, people are seeing through that 
there's a lot of money, taxpayer money going into government programs that are mishandled, that are squandered and not used efficiently. So the truth is really what has made me even more active these years. Like you said, oh my God, it's like a full-time hobby. But because I see, I have this um, desire to communicate what is a very simple truth to people and wake them up and wake them out of the haze. So I have a lot of hope. Thanks for bringing up Prop 15, Prop 16. We brought up Prop 22 earlier regarding the Uber. Um, almost all of those propositions Mark, went I'm going to have to be feet. terribly rude here, and you can't see the clock where you are, but we are out of time up against Dahar Brank. Thanks so much for being on the show and all your great work uh, fulfilling the obligations of that most important political office. We'll have you back and tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. God bless you, Greg. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.